0: Hello. Hey, Blue. Welcome to the What's Right broadcast. Wednesdays live at noon. Although this is noon plus five or so.
1: Technical <laughs> difficulties. I apologize. That's
0: all right. We got a cool show today. I'm excited. So.
1: Billy Joe Romero. Hello. What?
0: She's ready to win. So I is can Jose. feel it.
1: Jose has <laughs> been waiting. Johnny.
0: Johnny. Michael Little. Hey, man. Good to see you, Michael Parrish Little. Good to see you. Hallelujah. Well, listen. Today we're uh, tell them what we're going to talk about today. Go, Paul. No, you go. Ooh. We are
1: talking about <laughs> new ways that you can receive more so power on another level. So get ready. It's going to be great. And we are going to be playing our new game, the Pringles <laughs> Flavor Stack Challenge, which I didn't know was a thing until Flavor today, Flavies. so we're going to play what is, with
0: you. What is the Pringles Flavor Stack Challenge? So
1: apparently for Super Bowls, this is Pringles' way of marketing themselves uh, and selling more than one can. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's you put... They, believe, they say that there's over 300,000 flavor combinations you can make with the various types of Pringles that exist. So we have allowed Marky Eleanor Dottie Dunphy to create flavor conglomerations that we're going to eat. So we could be eating pizza, salt and vinegar, and sour cream and onion. We don't know what we're eating. And you're going to get to know, but we won't know. And we have to guess what type of chip we're eating.
2: So. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. It's a good thing I got an ironclad stomach. I can
0: pretty much eat anything.
1: Ironclad. Hello, Mr. Mark. Hi, Deborah.
0: Hello. Hi, Pastor Nicole. So here's the thing you get to choose what they're going to do. So, Abigail and Marky are going to actually look at your comments and they're going to choose so they're going to what they're going to do is they're going to bring us up here how many do we have how many combinations I five six six combinations of flavor stack challenges and then we're going to try and choose say what they are we're going to try and guess they're going to show them now we can't look at our monitor during this but they're going <laughs> to show them what the answer is good job good job <laughs> and then we're going to try and guess what it is deborah said whoa and whoa. uh but then, the we're going to get give you the flavors that we have, and you get to choose your own combo. And the top two that Abigail and Marky choose, we're going to have to eat it, there whatever that combo is. There is a flavor is.
1: inventory. There is.
0: Did you have? Let's see. All right. So, uh, do you have the, the... list? Type them out to me. I'll type them out.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh.
0: It up. So start coming up with your flavor stack. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. the John. flavors are pizza, cheddar, sour cream. That's one flavor.
0: Oh, 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 oh. I, I did it wrong here.
1: <laughs> Ashley Melton. I thought of you today because I was buying Pocky haunted ghost pepper chips. I thought of you. Hmm. Okay, so let me know when you're ready.
0: All right. I okay. hit the wrong button is what I did. The ghost pepper chips. Okay, pizza.
1: Pizza, cheddar slash sour cream.
0: Cheddar slash sour... No. Cheddar sour cream. Okay, all right. Cheddar sour cream.
1: And then salt and vinegar.
0: Salt and vinegar. Those are my faves.
1: Buffalo ranch.
0: Buffalo ranch.
1: Sour cream and onion.
0: Hold on, I'm still on buffalo ranch. Yep. Sour cream and onion. Original. Boring. <laughs> there had
1: to be some sort of foundation for the rest to be laid, Paul. Original. Cheddar cheese. Cheddar. Ranch. Ranch. And barbecue.
0: Barbecue. All right. BBQ. There it is. There's the flavors. <laughs> Come up with your combination, and if we haven't already eaten it, they'll choose two for us to try. So, oh, boy.
1: Paul and I. were Speaking of barbecue, Paul and I were debating earlier how you properly spell it. I've always spelled it with a Q, Q U E, but you spelled it with a C when you sent the list, and Paul spelled it with a
2: C. I've always spelled it like Q, like a Q ball, cue ball.
0: C U E. I spelled it with talk to text. I, I did not. Siri so spell spelled it. So Siri's <laughs> right. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking. So anyway, listen. Hey, Thanks, share. Jeff. Do this. Share the broadcast, start coming up with your uh, three flavor combination for us to try. They get to choose, it's not in our hands. Jade's watching. I'm a little concerned. And uh, we're getting ready to jump into, they're going to put up what flavor it is that we're trying. And uh, then we're going to try and figure it out. We're going to guess what it is, okay? And uh, this ought to be interesting. Also, uh, we have, listen, go ahead and share the broadcast. Whoever shares it between this week and next Wednesday will be put into the drawing to win a $25 gift card. Mm-hmm. And, 30. hey, look, when you win a gift card, send us a picture so we can see it. We want to celebrate with you. That's awesome. Hey, that's a nice sweater.
1: Thanks. Deb right, just said it? the same thing, too. is it? Is it?
0: Did she? she? She literally just She's asked.
1: She's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
0: Um, I was going to ask is it a sweater or. It is a sweater. Is it? Or is it a cardigan? Uh, yeah, cardigan. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, here's the other thing. The other thing. The other thing. Whoever oh. <coughs> shared it between last week and this week, let's go ahead and draw it. Uh, Do you have I am. it ready? I'm
1: doing it right now.
0: Let's announce the winner.
1: Okay. You all ready?
2: I'm gonna know before y'all do.
1: And we're doing it again because it glitched. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Sorry. This is why I like Androids over Apple.
1: The Uh, winner. That
0: can be the website. (laughs) Is
1: I don't know this person. Is this a you person or is this a Paul person? Beck.
0: I I don't know. He's been new. Uh, Beck, you are the winner of the gift card. Beck the rail. I don't know. I've not. Uh, I just saw him. He joined and uh, started watching. So cool. brand new watcher of What's Right. Welcome. And here's a gift card for you. We're going to get in touch with you. Yep. Uh, send, so we'll reach out to you. If you're online, send us uh, your address and you'll handle that however I you will. handle it. Glory to God. So tips said. Salt congratulations. and Vinegar Barbecue Pizza. Salt and Vinegar Barbecue Pizza. That sounds interesting. I'm interested in it. I am. In, I am too.
1: See, salt and vinegar are my least favorite of all the chips. So <laughs> anything salt and vinegar, I'm not super stoked about. <laughs> all right. So I'm ready, let's. <laughs> but I'm here's
0: not our stoked. reactions. Are you ready? Are y'all ready? You ready to bring the chips?
1: Marky had cute color coded plates that
0: she was to sorting keep them, them all. On. So we have no idea. Nope. All right.
1: In fact, when she was putting in the words so that you could know what they were, she blocked my vision, so I couldn't. That's good. I couldn't see yeah, anything. Yeah, and
2: then I walked by, and I was like, "Huh?"
0: She's like, "You're a cheater!" And I was like, "I didn't even." Marky's taking
1: this seriously.
0: Here we go. She's coming with the chips now. No, no, no. We won't look at the screen. Okay. All right. So we gotta look. We can't look at y'all. Well, this anymore. is really unfair oh, to me because I've got to like turn. I have to
1: like turn my iPad upside down so I can't can't read, see it on
0: my screen. Hey, oliver <laughs> Oh, yeah, this. I need to and not starting look. starting out with two. I'm making it easy for you. This is a two chipper. Okay, okay I'm not looking on my screen there either. This is a two? Two, it's two, a two chipper. chipper. Okay. Let's, She's
1: starting us off, off, right. off easy.
0: So we're going to try and guess. They can go ahead and put it up on the screen. Can I sniff Tell it? me when it's on the screen. <laughs> okay, okay, now.
1: Pizza's in here.
0: Pizza? No, I smell barbecue. Yeah. All right, here we go. I can't tell from the smell. Mm. Barbecue.
2: Barbecue.
1: Barbecue and cheddar?
2: Mm. I don't know. The barbecue overkilled the other one.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: (laughs) I still have more.
2: Have what? I have more. (laughs) Who, like, takes two bites of a Pringle? You just throw the whole Pringle (laughs) in
0: there. (laughs) Man. Bar- I taste the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of, it really did over flavor the, overkill the. Wow. I'm gonna take a guess. It was stronger.
2: I'm gonna say barbecue pizza.
1: Barbecue and cheddar.
2: I didn't taste any cheddar.
1: I didn't taste any pizza.
2: I didn't either. I, was I just only guessing. tasted barbecue. <laughs> all right, so now leave it on the
0: screen, and once we all three guess, we'll we'll look at the same time. Um, I'm gonna say barbecue pizza too, because I think I taste pizza in there, but I'm not positive. All right, ready? Yep. <gasps> Oh, buffalo oh, ranch. Really? <laughs> Barbecue and buffalo ranch.
2: Never tasted the buffalo ranch.
0: Nope. I didn't either.
2: Barbecue was stronger, apparently.
0: Oh, man. Well,
2: All right.
1: It wasn't bad. Would God. you eat that again on your own? Would you put
0: those together? It was good. I would.
2: Yeah. I would. Yeah. I'd maybe layer it a little bit thicker. You know, so Pringles, you just grab like a stack.
0: I guess I can see the buffalo ranch in it now. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I do like that she only did two because it was complicated enough with the two. That was but it ought to be interesting going forward. <laughs> All right. The yellow plate. Cleanse your pla- palate. Cleanse your palate.
1: Marky was very excited to be the person that's just the behind-the-scenes person today. She's very What's excited. What's
0: the best palate cleanser? Lemons. Lemons? Isn't
1: it like sherbet, citrusy stuff? Well,
0: the lemons. Peanuts. The citrus from the lemon. Anyway, the acid come on up. Cannabis. Yeah, come on up. <laughs> oh, she's got... No you. You get it. Oh, this is three. Well, We've right. leveled up. Leveled up. Okay. Three. All right, hold on. All right, is it on the screen? I
1: don't know, but there's salt and vinegar in this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think. I think. It, before we put it in there, I'm going to say original and salt and vinegar
1: mm-hmm. and cheddar. Yep. Cheddar for sure.
0: No, that's not cheddar. I'm not going on cheddar on that one.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Ranch. Ranch, original, and cheddar. That's my guess.
0: It wasn't the salt and vinegar.
1: Nope.
0: Pizza. i have got to turn this. I'm the, turning your phone over.
2: Okay. Are you were you cheating?
1: You were. <laughs> I <I'm> not even <laughs> I didn't even see it.
0: <laughs> pizza.
2: Yeah. Original.
0: I'm gonna say pizza, cheddar, and Pizza, cheddar, ranch. That's pizza,
2: sour cream, and onion
0: and ranch.
1: Oh, I forgot that was an option.
0: I don't think it's sour cream and mm-hmm. onion. It could be, but I don't know. Okay. All right. Y'all ready? Yep. One, There you go. Cheddar, pizza uh, and ranch. Woo! I had two of the three. Uh, uh, two of
2: the three. Uh, got a two got a two for.
0: <laughs> I really thought I smelled technically a, I
2: had two and a half 'cause I had the cream part. Just, I missed on the cheddar
0: part.
1: This is showing me how little I've eaten Pringles in my life.
0: <laughs> I really thought that the um, I really thought that the salt and vinegar was there at, before we mm-hmm. tasted it. You could obviously taste once you put it in your mouth. You could tell it wasn't there, but I thought I smelled it. So, all right, we're coming. This is three. Is it? Hit. It's not on the screen yet, is it? Yeah. Good. Okay. okay. All right, you can clear that one off.
1: I think I'd eat that last one. Like I, I enjoyed that one. That flavor combo.
0: Yeah. I Didn't mind that. This is interesting. All right.
1: <laughs> Your face when you're dropping it off.
2: There's a hair on mine, Marky.
1: <laughs> is it really? I don't
0: see a hair, Marky.
2: <laughs> it was a piece of fuzz.
1: They're all the same color. Are they all original?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is she trying to be sneaky? Hold on. That's
1: like a psychological. Yeah, fertility. You can Separate them. <laughs>
0: Got them cute. Sip I feel
1: like they're all the same. I think they way. are original.
0: <laughs> all, all original. That's not very nice. All right, ready? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Is it a sandwich, though? Is there one in the middle? They taste all original to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with. Me, too. Yep. That was sneaky, sneaky. Originals. Exactly. All three original. (laughs) Ah! Hey, we got it.
2: (laughs) You tried.
0: You tried. Nice. (laughs) That was boring.
1: Psychological warfare. (laughs) That
0: was boring. Hey, all right, so put your combination together so we can try them uh, here at the end. Do we want to do two or three? We said two, but it's going pretty fast, so.
1: As many? We'll
0: do, I mean, I have haven't ate lunch yet, so. <laughs> I'm hungry, I have <laughs> I mean, was legitimate. Uh, we'll do growl. three, three combinations, so send, type in your combination, and just so you know, uh, Abigail, if you look on the restream, you may be able to see even some uh, uh, comments from YouTube coming in as well, so I'm not sure if we have the ability to do that. I think we do, though. All right, what is this, the fourth combination? I'm ready. Plate number four. Go ahead and take the originals off.
1: On some of the ideas I saw online, they used honey barbecue uh, as like a base for a lot of them, and I was very excited
0: to honey next barbecue time try and that.
2: jalapeno. They
0: didn't have those
2: with sour cream and
0: onion. They did have wavy Pringles, wavy Pringles, like literal. I'm, I just I can't get on board with those that.
1: are those are like Lay's chips. I don't like. <laughs> I can't get on
0: board. With I don't that. like those kind of chips. Yeah, I Walmart
1: this. has their brand of Pringles now. I saw today. I don't remember what they're called. Hey, them, John like,
0: Napier. Stackables.
1: Hey. Hi, John. I'd look at you and wave. What? <laughs> Another combination
0: from me. Yeah. Uh, that we so, have five or six, right? Yeah, yeah. Just keep them coming.
2: Um, We're hungry, Marky. God,
0: yeah, man. <laughs> so, John Napier said his combination is original communion chip and honey barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Communion wafer. Absolutely. That's funny. With the grape juice to wash it down. This, this. I think you're really going to enjoy. <laughs> I love the plate. Oh. <laughs> what the, here, take your plates with you. Here, take, on, this you can take this you Here. here, here. Quit to run so fast. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can smell this I on vinegar. it's there
1: now. <laughs> I put it way too close to my nostrils.
0: <laughs> That's all I can smell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's something else. Maybe a ranch. Okay. Maybe a ranch and a salt vinegar. The flavors you can put together are are online. This is my brother. Hold on. Don't take your chip yet. Okay. Hey, we're filming and broadcasting live right now. Like, go on Facebook and watch it or something. (laughs) I'm going to put you on speaker and let everybody say hello. (laughs) I got to go. I'll talk to you later. I love you. There's pizza.
1: It's it's taking a lot of self-restraint to not eat these individually. So
0: my brother's called me the last three weeks right when we're we're filming. I'm going to have to tell him, hey, look, Wednesday, don't call at noon. All right. Is it cheating? Have you figured it out?
1: Is it cheating if I lick each of them individually?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I just, I didn't know. Salt and vinegar and ranch is what I'm saying before we eat it. All right, let's go. Buffalo ranch, salt and vinegar,
1: cheddar
2: sour cream. Maybe cheddar sour cream. I don't taste any salt and vinegar. I think, I get, I think mine, I'm getting the flavorless chips.
0: And original, I guess, because I don't, I can't place the third one. Salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar. buffalo, mm-hmm. and which was a good combination. Mm-hmm. And uh, original. Um, I'm gonna
2: I'm just there. let's just. I'm gonna guess it. Pizza. Buffalo. I didn't taste the salt and vinegar, but y'all both did, so I'm going to throw salt and vinegar in there.
1: I feel like I'm tasting fake chicken in my mouth right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't tell Marky she doesn't like it. It's true, but it's <laughs> right. flavored. You ready? Yeah. you go. Okay. Salt and vinegar, sour cream and onion. I could not taste the sour cream and onion. Where did I get the onion. pizza? I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe the Buffalo Ranch one might have <laughs> threw you a little bit. Might have. Man. I didn't taste the sour cream and onion at all. I had no salt and vinegar.
2: Mm. I think Marky's mixing How them up. How many
0: made up combinations do you have left? <laughs> Two more? After this? Or is this the last one? I can either way. Oh, my chip broke.
2: I got a half a chip, okay. i in advance. All right. There's the salt and vinegar.
1: Barbecue, barbecue's in this one.
0: I'm hoping, I like the barbecue. Ooh.
2: Cheddar, sour cream, barbecue. Yeah,
1: cheddar, barbecue. Salt and vinegar. Where do you get salt and vinegar?
0: I don't know. I don't smell the salt and vinegar. Barbecue, and I'll go with cheddar since y'all think it is.
1: And then I don't know what the last one is. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Shrapnel.
2: Barbecue, cheddar, sour cream and onion.
0: Can they hear us crunching? That would be funny.
2: Yep.
1: Once the barbecue kicks in, like yeah. everything else it goes does. away.
2: That's why I went barbecue on top.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a smart call. Yep.
0: I'm gonna say cheddar. I'm, I'm agree with you. cheddar, Cheddar and sour cream. Because there was cheddar and there was sour cream. I think it tastes sour cream. So cheddar, sour cream barbecue sour cream and onion and ranch
1: i didn't taste ranch at all. i didn't either
0: that's why i'm
2: going sour cream and onion cheddar sour cream barbecue
1: cheddar barbecue i'm going to say original because marky's tricky
0: she is tricky all right we're oh, ready sorry oh
1: Barbecue's paul cheddar. had it
0: good look at paul well played, well played. That's what happens
2: when you put the barbecue on top you can taste the other
0: flavor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more before the... Run, Marky, run! So I'm, I'm, they're gonna tell us these flavors, they're gonna tell us these flavors and then we have to anticipate them. It's We're gonna know chance. what's coming. Just it's a twofer. Just Marky
1: running is one of my favorite things.
2: You could have took your plates so back.
1: Cute. That's pizza. <laughs> and that's nothing. <laughs> pizza and ranch? Which could be a very great combination right pizza there. Pizza and
0: ranch, I, I do, I couldn't, it was hard to pick up at first because the pizza's mm. overpowering it. I'm
1: gonna, I can
2: see the little green things for the ranch.
1: I'm gonna eat it like Paul eats it and put the. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. It's either ranch, or, ranch or sour cream, cream and onion. onion. Yeah. Well,
1: The color of the pizza one is really undeniable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, ready? Right.
2: milk, nope, ranch, oh mm-hmm. and
0: ranch, and Yep. And what? What?
2: I had no salt and vinegar, again.
1: These are not salt and vinegar chips.
2: I think Marky mixed the cans up.
0: <laughs> that wasn't salt. I right.
2: have. Mm-mm. <laughs> Bring me a salt and vinegar. Because <laughs> like I have that. not tasted salt Will you
1: bring the can of salt and vinegar up here?
2: Just to prove to us that there is because I I have yet to taste of salt and vinegar, and that's my favorite one. <laughs> she
0: that might explains have mixed it. Them up. Oh my goodness,
1: <laughs> the whole game has been alive <laughs>
0: <laughs> everything we just lived in the we just minutes in the last 15 minutes has been a lie. sort of sort of sort of Yeah. (laughs) That's what salt and vinegar tastes like. Did you just eat this one? What's this one?
1: Oh, yep,
0: that's not good. It tastes good. All right. What's the combinations here? There we go. I love you.
1: you. John said he's really
0: digging your shirt, Paul. (laughs) Thank you. Aaron L. Wynn.
1: I spit, I'm
0: so sorry. It's not nice, Barrett. Jade said, Paul, all that hot sauce is messing with you. Okay, so what is the? No, what are the combinations sauce. that y'all have chosen that we now have to receive? Pringle
1: salt and vinegar is not bad. Other chip salt and vinegar is very vinegary.
0: It is not strong.
1: Mm-mm. I don't mind those. Those are good.
0: It might have been in there. They're not strong. It's not a strong vinegar taste.
2: Put three together. together. (laughs) I'm sorry. What did you say? When you put three salt and vinegar together, (laughs) you get the vinegar flavor.
0: All right. So what's the next combination that somebody said that y'all chose?
1: While they're looking, what are some like weird foods that you've put together that you enjoy? Like, sharp cheese and peanut butter taste really good together.
2: Or just your favorite food combinations. Yeah. Like.
1: Like, that, that's what I just did.
2: <laughs> I was telling Barrett this before the show. The best snack is a payday and a Coke.
0: That would be pretty good. Because you
2: get the yeah. salty nut, yeah. like peanuts, and then, like, the caramel, and then the Coke.
0: I like the, yeah. I haven't had one of those in a while. That's I neither. Cool. I'm going to get one. I'm a <laughs> big fan of John. And- John Napier said, when he said the communion chip, he said, with a grape juice chaser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's this combination? You have to tell us ahead of time. i
1: have to tell Whoa. you.
0: Yeah, they. Yeah, what?
1: Know. This one is Johnny's.
0: Johnny's. Mm-hmm. What is it? Pizza, cheddar,
1: cheddar. barbecue. Is that Pizza,
0: cheddar, and barbecue. And buffalo ranch. Huh. Pizza, cheddar, buffalo ranch.
1: It's a very orange combination.
0: Interesting. All right, ready? Uh huh. <laughs> that was very crunchy. That's pretty good.
1: No, it wouldn't make enhance it, put a jalapeno one in there.
0: Ooh,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I should have brought a bottle of hot sauce.
0: You shoulda.
2: That's what we sh- we should have a it's hot sauce flavor. About that. Buffalo ranch.
1: What's hmm. the hottest you can handle?
0: Oh, oh I, I can handle hot. They are on it. They they already got this. They just made up this combination. They have it up on the screen. Whoa. way to be on it ladies girls well played all right what's the next combination we'll do one more unless there's one we just have to try brock brock patnode hey Hi, Pastor Pastor brock. Brock.
1: i bought you something specifically today sir it, because i was prepping with hot chips i bought a new type of popcorn that you're going to enjoy really? and it's just flaming hot cheddar i believe popcorn of the Kind that you like. So instead of jalapeno, it's fire. Huh. I, I thought of you.
0: I, some some of the fire stuff I like, and some of it I don't. You know, um, I don't fire? like it. I don't like it if I get to the place where I can't taste anymore. Yes. It, that's too hot. To
2: <laughs> that's so, when you just. That's when you're just getting. Just hot. getting
0: started. But that's what you like. But I don't. <laughs> so while we're waiting on this next combination, what the world was that? Did, did you? Did chips? Did, did, did you see it? <laughs>
1: Oh, was that the thing that you put up so that way I couldn't see what you were doing?
0: That's so funny.
1: I don't know if you noticed. Today, did you? today, sir, there's no wobbly chair. Paul and I did it in.
2: You did Loaded it in. Loaded potato, sour cream, cheddar.
0: That would be delicious. That would be good. Patricia Presley. Hey, Patricia. Hey, listen, there's while we're about to take in this one, this creamy. is salt and vinegar and, and vinegar. barbecue. All right, so we're going to finish. Is there any more it's combinations like North Carolina barbecue. Try? Is that it? Okay. All right. So we're going to try this one, and then we're going to jump into the topic, talking about how to receive on a new level. And uh, the Lord, it's it's fresh. The Lord gave us something in prayer this morning. I've never even thought about it in this way, Uh, but I think you'll like it. Uh, If you've ever been receiving and needing to receive and feel like it had not been working for you, are you ready? Yes. Salt and vinegar barbecue. What are you doing?
1: Are you doing a duck mouth?
2: I was going to. Absolutely. not, not, Not now.
0: Do it. No, come on. I wasn't ready for that.
2: <laughs> mm. Still.
1: When I bit it, the powder went into my eye. Oh, it hurt!
2: Like underneath your
0: glasses? Mm-hmm.
2: Like that was, a, that was a strong chunk.
0: When you turned sideways, that was awesome. It totally looked like the duck lips. <laughs> the barbecue really is um, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Pringles, good job. So, this kind of came about because when we went to the Philippines.
2: Best Pringles ever.
0: They had a corn <laughs> to tortilla chip. Green chili. Green chili, and it was awesome. Like, we got, <laughs> I think it was the first day, we got one, and we got a can, and I went, Oh. I think that can went down in like ten minutes. Oh, it didn't take long. You got something right there. Um, you got anyway. That did not. It didn't take long. We nope. were like, okay, done with that, and we will be <laughs> going back to the store for more. And it was awesome. And we told we were telling people back home. And I looked. I immediately went to Amazon and said, "Can I order these?" But they didn't have them in America.
2: And we each brought cans home. I had to hide a can yeah, in my too. bag so I wouldn't eat both cans on the flight back.
0: Because you knew it was possible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pastor was very generous with his.
2: I, I shared mine Pastor with the life group. Pastor was
1: groups. generous with his. I
2: shared mine with our whole <laughs> life group. Just saying, if you'd attend the Stalin's life group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well. With
0: some chocolates. Paul, there's some more chips for you right there. So <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. So.
1: I feel like we've piqued Johnny's interest, and Johnny's going to have a whole bunch of food
2: oh, ideas yeah. for us. <laughs> Johnny, can you make Pringles chips?
1: I tell you what, Johnny. You can cook this, anything. Oh, this past week, he made for youth a chocolate strawberry lasagna thing for like Rachel's crushed birthday. crushed
0: Oreos. It lasagna. was the,
1: oh, it was so good.
0: Hmm. Is it, was, it called a trifle? No.
1: No, not this one. He made a he trifle. He tried to be
2: sneaky on that one and put Angel's food cake devil's food cake, cake in there cake. and I was like <laughs> we're gonna eat the whipped cream and everything <laughs> going on it bud."
0: he asked me cake. twice
2: what I thought about it finally I was like you tried to pull a smooth in there I was like <laughs> but it wasn't
0: quick enough okay so listen go ahead and share the broadcast uh, the word says this in 2nd Corinthians 9 and I believe it's verse 8 it says that uh, out of an abundance You will do every good deed or every good work out of an abundance. So, one of the things that's very important that I think a lot of believers have not come to the realization of is that we need to have an abundance. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Lord wants us to have an abundance for every good work. It's part of the reason why we included it in the vision for Boomerang Church, you know, a house of love and prayer, living in in abundance, right? Why? because God has called us to do good work. And so if He's called us to do good work, then in, biblically, in order to do good work, we must be walking in an abundance or else we're not gonna have the supply necessary to do the work that He's called us to do. It's biblical, it's not stretching it, it's, it's very clear. So, uh, but in order to have an abundance, you have to receive, you have to receive. And so today we're going to talk about giving and receiving in authority. So giving and receiving in authority. Um, And that's a concept that I've never really thought about. I've thought about giving and receiving by faith, but not giving and receiving in authority. And uh, to give you an idea of that, uh, the first thing is that giving and receiving always go together. Some people are tripped up on that. They're okay with giving. Uh, but they're not okay with receiving. Well, I don't give uh, to get. Well, the Bible tells you that you should. And even uh, one of the things was Philippians chapter 4. Uh, he said this. Paul was talking to uh, the church there, the Philippian church. And uh, he says and includes it in the same scripture, which I really like. And he says, giving and receiving. And uh, let's see here. Philippians four fifteen was it? He says, "You, Philippians four fifteen, you yourselves also know Philippians, that in the first preaching of the gospel after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. So what's interesting is, uh, and you can put that verse up there on the screen. In what's interesting here is that you see uh, that giving and receiving goes together." You know, he, he lumps them together. He doesn't have them separate. He lumps them together. And so you see here the Holy Spirit inspiring scripture to say that giving and receiving goes together. And I would say anybody that's alive, anybody that's alive believes in giving and receiving. Uh, do you want to know why? Ask me why. why. Why, Pastor? Hey, that's awesome. Here's why. Uh, take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> take a breath. Now, right now, if you don't give that breath back up, you will not be able to receive another breath. So the issue is you've got to release so that you can give it. Your body and even nature is designed on a principle of giving and receiving. Uh, Jesus said this, and uh, you can test it if you want to. We'll just pick you up off the floor, but it won't be from a shaky (laughs) chair. I was just saying that some of the (laughs) stubborn
2: people that just don't understand it.
0: Yeah. You were being one of the stubborn, mm-hmm. I, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna, bigger than that. No, we need both, <laughs> you know, Genesis eight twenty two. as long as the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest, they go together, they go together. You need to understand that if you want to go to another level in receiving, you have to understand that giving and receiving go together, it's not just one without the other. You have to have both. Uh, you see it in Genesis eight, you see it here in Philippians four, and you actually see it all throughout the Word. Uh, whatsoever a man sows that will he also reap. These are scriptures that have giving and receiving in the same scripture. they always go together. Why it would be silly for me to go and plant a seed and then not go harvest the fruit. Uh, think about a think about a uh, you 're driving past one of the fields around here. And a farmer went and planted all the corn and the whole field's corn and then it just sits there and he never goes and harvest it. Everybody would be laughing at him, asking him what in the world is wrong. We have to understand that giving and receiving goes together.
2: Well, not even that. I was just thinking like the same thing before you started <clears> on. <throat> we have so many cornfields around here. So they plant it, they give to the ground the seed, but they don't ever harvest it. Yeah. Watch how many deer come in that field and take the harvest from them.
0: Yes, that's good. And and that's exactly the point is the word says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So if if the devil can't stop you from giving, then what he wants to do is stop you from receiving. Mm-hmm. So he knows that they are supposed to go together, but if he can stop you from receiving, now he stops your abundance, and if he stops the abundance, he stops every good work. So he the Lord wants us to understand that, yes, I'm not just giving just only to get. That's not. I'm giving because I choose to love God. That's the heart. That's the motivation of it. But they go hand in hand, so I can't just leave receiving on the table or else I'm leaving a promise. I'm leaving a part of the kingdom uh, mechanics, kingdom dynamics on the table. And he tells us in 1 Corinthians 12... In uh, verse 1 he says, Now concerning spirituals, I would not have you ignorant. And so a lot of people don't really know about kingdom mechanics. And so what they, they'll do is they'll leave stuff on the table all the time. And that's exactly what God was saying when he said, uh, basically he said, he said, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And another verse says, my people are going into captivity for a lack of understanding. So many times... People are leaving these things on the table and they don't realize that, hey, I could be walking in this. And if I'm walking in it, it's designed to overflow. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it. And the Amplified shows what those words meant in the original language. To the full till it overflows. Uh, We're designed to overflow, which means we're designed to be full all the time, constantly coming out the top. Right. This is God's design. Without knowing that, then we really can't apply faith and action towards it and move into reception. So, does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, but now, see, without knowing that strongly, then how much faith are we going to apply towards it? Not too much. We'll just we'll leave things on (coughs) the table. What's that?
2: John said, if you didn't have faith in the seed, you would never plant it.
0: Yeah. If you didn't have faith in the seed, you never plant. Or, you know, what many people plant in church every, every week, but they don't have faith for a return. They're just like, well, that money's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good that they gave. That's a great thing that they gave. But God's saying, look, you have faith. You should have faith to receive because they go together. They <clears throat> go together. So in order to go to another level... Uh, In our receiving, in order to go to another level in our receiving, we have to make sure that we know the principles of the kingdom. And the first principle is giving and receiving go together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, our heart needs to be to give out of love because we love God. Yes, but when we do that, our heart should be to receive everything that he's given us as well. That means to receive it on another level. So, uh, one of the things that we, that we saw was uh, there's a difference between uh, moving in an action and moving in authority, right? Uh, power always follows authority. And you'll see that uh, when I was in, uh, not this year, but last year in the Philippines, one of the first messages that I talked about was I was talking about getting to the point where you moved with the passion of Christ on things. And so I I just used an example of yelling, and I asked them to yell at me, right, yell at me. And they all went, ah, you know, ah, you know, together, you know, several hundred people, ah. And so it was, you could hear it, but I was like, no, yell at me, you know, yell at me. And uh, so they started yelling at me, and and uh, it was pretty good. And then I got them, you know, competing. That was one way to get them to raise the volume a little bit. All right, this section... Uh, Go to this section, and then they started getting louder and louder. I was like, finally they got to a place that was decent. But see, that's what we do with our giving and our receiving. When we understand the other principle that I started out with, that we will not do every good work if we don't operate in abundance. Then if we just play around, if I'm just giving, oh, here you go a little bit, and I'm receiving, eh, you know, I don't really care. There's no passion in it, there's no faith in it, there's no authority in it, then I'm not going to give and receive on that level. Yeah. But have you ever been in a situation where uh, you've been praying over somebody, and the power of God came on you, and all of a sudden you start speaking differently? Like you could tell, and y'all seen me do it when I'm ministering, it like uh, my voice will change. Like there'll be an authority on it. There'll be a power on it. And, and we know God is moving through that. Why? Because the word of God has become real to us in that moment. And now we're speaking with authority. Well, we can do the same thing. We can move with authority even in our giving. So back in the Philippines, I'm telling them you know, what to do. And I said, look... You know, When I was in the Marines and in boot camp, they taught us how to not just uh, speak with our lungs, but you can use your, the diaphragm and you can really project your voice. And uh, so I said, now I'm going to do it. And I took the microphone away because it would have been too loud. I said, because it's one thing when you hear an army come together in a unified scream and yell, it can be very frightening. Well, it's the same thing with the devil. When we get in authority and we get in this place where uh, there is a unified authority Mm -hmm. on our actions, all of a sudden the things in the kingdom have to move. Now listen, you don't have to have volume for authority. You don't have to move in that to have authority. You You have to know that you know that you know and you have to stand on it. And so I just... You know, I I yelled at the crowd, you know, it was a great moment for a pastor, you know, I get to yell back at them and this felt, it felt awesome. And uh, they were, but when I yelled, I released that voice, you know, and, um, you know, I can remember as, you know, like when the kids were little, uh, I, you know, the dog would be doing something that was about to cause damage, so I would yell to stop and when I would release that voice every now and then and release that strength and that power and that authority, I can remember even the kids like, uh, and they'd never heard that level before. And it was so shocking to them. I mean, they, they'd cry, you know, because to a baby, mm-hmm. they didn't know. I can remember each one of the kids kind of operating in that, in that. Well, I released that voice, and I remember on the, you know, on the first few rows of you know, in the Philippines, uh, they were like, like, whoa, like, like, good gracious, you know. And it was because there was something else. There was another level that you could get to. There was another level that you could believe in. That you could operate on. And I was showing them how to get passionate with what they're doing. And so, what if we? This is what the Lord brought up this morning. What if we learned how to move in an authority in our giving? And an authority in our receiving, the same way that we would move in an authority against a spirit. Because, you know, the spirit of mammon is a spirit of poverty. What if we, in our giving and receiving, moved in authority? What if we handled that poverty and that lack with authority? Then we would move to new levels Mm -hmm. in abundance. So, you know, let me give you a couple of things to look at here. (coughs) The first thing is in Matthew. Uh, chapter 8, isn't that what, I think you had yeah. looked it up. Eight nine. Yeah, the centurion. And I want you to see this. In, he says this in verse 9, the centurion says, uh, verse 8. But the centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy for you to come under my roof, roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. And what was he speaking in? He was speaking in faith, but it was faith with an authority on it, Mm -hmm. right? And verse 9 he says, and he explains it, for I also am a man under authority. Not with authority, under authority. With soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. Now when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who were following Truly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. In other words, what had happened, here's what I want, want you to see. Power moves under authority. Power is released under authority. Well, what if you were able to release power in receiving? If you were able to release power in your giving, well, that means that you've got to move in authority with it. And I never thought about that. I've thought about giving and receiving in faith. But what about giving and receiving in authority? And this is why, you know, I think Brother Hagan is the first one I heard say it, uh, where he said, he said, uh, faith begins where the will of God is known. Do you know why that is? Because how, first of all, how can you, Two things. How can you have faith if you don't know that it's a promise? You know, man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. How can I have faith for something that God hasn't spoken? Yeah. So if I don't know that I know that he's spoken something, I'm going to have a hard time putting faith in it. But the other, the other thing is this. Faith begins where the will of God is known. How can I operate under authority and release the power in a promise? How can I operate under authority and release a power and a promise if I don't know that authority has spoken it, right? So in our giving and receiving, a lot of times we apply power and authority to casting out devils and healing the sick or maybe moving with a glory cloud. But we know that just as much as God wants to heal us, He wants to prosper us. He wants to give us an abundance for every good work. So how about if we move with not just faith, but under authority so that power will enter into uh, our finances. Power will enter into our prosperity. So then when I give... I'm giving because I know as I give to you, Lord, I'm giving under authority of your love. It thrills me to give to you. I'm acting like you. I'm made in your image and in your likeness. And when I give, you are receiving according to a supernatural heavenly level. And I'm giving with authority. It's kind of like throwing seed in the ground with super fertilizer, right? So I'm not just throwing it in the ground with faith. I'm throwing it in the ground with faith backed by authority. I'm not just throwing it in the ground by itself. I'm throwing it in the ground. I'm planting it with faith, with authority. And I know this seed, what's the purpose of planting? To produce, to receive a harvest, right? Because they go together. Now, what about this? That I receive with authority as well. Did you have some?
1: Um, what What keeps coming up to me is... When George asked me to marry him, um, and I, I, I've heard different people tell stories of when they asked their wife to marry them and they were nervous about it um, and they didn't know, they thought that they knew what the answer was going to be, but they didn't really know. Um, what came up to me is George met with you a couple weeks before he proposed to me and he sat down and he asked if you thought it was right if you believed it was the will of God if he had your permission to marry me in that way and you had given him your blessing so when he went into the proposal he wasn't nervous about it. There was the authority that you had given him. Yes, this is right. This is the will of God. There was the word that God had given him too. And when he gave me the ring, there was an expectation of this woman was going to say yes to me and our life is going to begin and we are going to have the destiny that God's created for us. There wasn't nerves with it. It was my pastor told me yes. God told me yes, and I am going to have a wife. I'm going to have a fiance yeah. by the time this is done.
0: Yeah.
1: And so that it it's just come come up to me multiple times, and I, I think one of the reasons that it has is because that's an action that's moved by love. Yeah. You don't just give or receive without love backing it. Yeah. Um. Then it's manipulation, and it, it it's it's Focus. It's, it's not right. But when you are giving with love, it's like if I were to give you a present for your birthday, I've spent time with it. I'm, yeah. I've meditated on it, <clears throat> um, just like George and I have for your birthday that's coming up Monday. Um, <laughs> and if I say, ask me for your birthday present, it's because I have something awesome for you. I have it ready for you because we love you in that way. I've spent time and I want you to have it. And it's fun for me to have you ask me for it. Oh, I've got it. Do you want it now? And it's a love thing. It's not just, I've taken power wrongly and I've taken it as a, Force and the violent taketh by force and uh and yeah. hoo ha. But it's love. Love that's is what exactly empowers right. the giving, mm-hmm. love is what empowers yes. the receiving.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and haven't we though, and out we've given outside of love, sure. we've given for the wrong reasons. Sure. Um, we've given because somebody put emotional pressure on us, yeah. we've given because not really because we love God, but solely because yeah. we want to receive, we want something put in our hands. And that, you know, I mean, farmers do that every single single day, you know. But, and and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but we need to make sure that we're doing it because love is what empowers it. So we're giving not just for that, but because we're moving by love. Well, if we're putting on God, he says, for God so loved that he Gave. gave. But haven't, I know all of us, haven't we been giving before? And then this really started to prompt the Holy Spirit really started to prompt Nicole and I a while back is have you received everything you're supposed to receive Mm -hmm. have you harvested like like the Holy Spirit dropped this and maybe maybe he's dropped it in your heart too have you received all of the harvest that you should be receiving on the level that I would have you receive and we were like I don't think we have I think there's seed in the ground that we've not harvested yet. And we started to realize, that, you know, a lot of times we'll plant stuff and then we just sit back like, Lord, you know, bowl me over with it. You know, blow me over with your blessings. That's the same thing that people do a lot of times when they try to get filled with the Holy Spirit. They're just waiting for God to shoot words out of their mouth. Yeah. It is a partnership between you and the Lord. He gives you utterance, you speak. You, he gives you utterance, mm-hmm. you speak by faith, right? Right. He gives us the seed, we plant it, but then we go out and we harvest it. Yeah. We take action. Faith without works is dead. We harvest it. So the Lord starts showing us some things on harvesting and on receiving on the new level. So one yeah. of the things here that's very interesting, um, John said, have you received all of the harvest? Man, that's a great question to ask. You. I know. It hey, bless me and and so we started immediately receiving on a different level simply because we opened up our our mind to is that a potential is there is there more to it you know is there more that's mm-hmm. actually out there and because here's here's my heart if Jesus paid for something i don't want to leave any of that on the table if he paid for it with his life, with his blood, I want everything he paid for, not because I just want it in my hands, because I want to honor the gift. I want to honor the price. I, you know, If I pay for something for my kids, and they, they don't play with it, they don't use it, they don't esteem it, it hurts my feelings because I paid a price to get that for them, and they could care less. They're not honoring me. They're not esteeming me. So if Jesus paid a price for us to receive on that level, humility says, Lord, whatever you paid for, I want to receive, and, and you've done it for a reason. I want to utilize it. I want to walk in it. And so as soon as the Holy Spirit brought that up, We started receiving on a different level. I mean, our life really changed in that moment. And I would say we're just beginning at that place. Now, uh, have you seen that too where it's like, I know we're not receiving on the level that we should. Well, part of it is because we haven't known that giving and receiving goes together. Part of it is because we haven't known that we need abundance for every good work. Part of it is because we haven't known that we needed to apply faith to it. Remember when they gave manna in the wilderness, right? If they sat in their tent, supernatural provision was laying out there on the ground. What happens if they said, Lord, just bring it to me, bring it to me? The Lord would say, it's out there. Go get you a bowl and scoop it up. I brought it in the middle of a desert. Go pick it up. Mm -hmm. They had to go take action, but they had to have vision for it. So tithing will open up the doors (coughs) and windows to see and and a door that you can walk through, but you have to walk through it. You have to look with eyes of faith and vision Mm -hmm. and then walk through it and go out and receive it. That's the action.
1: Well, it's pride to expect God to bring it to you. Like what just popped in my head was, the kids at Christmas, and you and Pastor Nicole spending all this time to wrap yeah. the gifts to pick them out to buy them. and if oh, all, all right, it's Christmas morning, come on downstairs. If Luke just walked down the stairs and sat on the last one and was like, "Bring me my presents, you you, you would yeah. nip it <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like it wouldn't it wouldn't be a oh, sure, I'll cater to you. I'll bring them all to you, whatever do you. yes, like you love him, but there's there's a response that's expected. and anything. Less than that response is the pride.
0: That's right. That's right. Did you have anything, Paul? Well,
2: that, that's one thing that me and Jade started, because I think you had actually brought that up like a couple weeks ago. And me and Jade just started thinking about that you know, we're givers, but have we really received exactly what we should be receiving yeah. for what we've been given? Yeah. Like, so then that's when we sat down and we made a list like, this is where we're gonna receive it. This is this is where it's gonna go. Now you show us where to get it. Yeah. But yeah. this is what we're expecting. Yeah. Because we've been diligent and done what we've sown when we were supposed to sow. We've sown what we were supposed to sow. Now you just show us where we're supposed to where our harvest is supposed where it's sitting at that we haven't seen at. Yeah. And that's like this weekend I paid my tithes off the last job that we done and I purposed myself. And listened to the Holy Spirit and served or sowed above that. And then this week I had a job come up. I had a situation. Well, the situation caused me I have to pull off the job for a couple of days to kind of figure stuff out. Yeah. Well, I've been using the guy and I gave him my word that I was going to use him every day this week. Well, then it turned out that I was going to, have to go back on my word. But then that, that afternoon when I got home. I wasn't going to go back on my word. That's not how God is, so that's not how I am. That's good. And God had given me a list of three people to call. And the first lady I called said that that I could come do the job the very next day. And it was actually paid out double the amount that I had just (laughs) sewn over above. But it was one of those moments where when we give, we have to know, hey, look, it's not necessarily going to be laid in your hands. Sometimes it's a job that he lays in front of you, but yeah. if you're not willing to see where he's trying to give it to you, then you'll miss it.
0: Yeah, that's, well, and so you see all of these points that we've been talking about. We've, I'm pretty much taught all of these. We understand that giving and receiving go together. We understand we have to have an abundance for every good work. We understand that we have to operate by faith in our giving and our receiving. But this is what he brought up fresh this morning is, are you receiving and giving in authority? Mm-hmm. Now, authority, one of the things I wrote down is this. So think about that. Is there a difference in our actions? Is there a difference in our actions when we just take action versus when we take action with authority? Like, have you ever seen somebody move in with authority? It looks different, and you back out of the way, right? Well, that's the way the devil has to respond when we move in the authority of Jesus Christ. So, what is authority? I wrote, I wrote these things down. Just three little things. Uh, not, not necessarily what is authority, but authority moves when our heart is fully assured. Yeah. So, like the centurion. He could move and allow Jesus to operate in authority because he was fully assured that Jesus would heal the servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was fully assured. All right, in receiving and giving. I'm I'm fully assured that this is of God in my giving. Do we know that we know? Are we fully assured? Are we like, eh, I don't even know sometimes. And God will help us when we're not there yet, but there's another level for us to grow to. There's a level when we get confident in our giving, when we start to, because we are fully assured that this is the right thing to do. And we plant that seed with authority in our giving, right? Now, the other side of it is receiving. Are we fully assured? Isn't there going to be a difference? Are we fully assured of a harvest, a supernatural harvest? Are we fully assured? Are we in authority with that? The centurion also, he, in that story, it pointed out this. Authority moves in humility. In other words, he wasn't, he wasn't a man uh, that was over and in authority. He was a man, and he recognized in humility, under authority. Right. Because he had a position under a head and he was planted under authority, then authority would move and he could say something and, and his authority would back up hit back up what he would say. Yeah. So authority one is are you fully assured? And somebody write that in. Uh, point one, uh, authority moves when our heart is fully assured. Authority moves in humility, when we are under authority, okay? And number three, authority moves at the word of God. He knew that that when Jesus spoke it, it would be done because Jesus was a man under authority. He understood that Jesus was fully assured that he was under authority and and he was humbling himself to the Father. He understood all three of these things, so he said, you just say the word. And so, now, if God's given us a word that whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap, then we can reap with authority. We can harvest with authority. Yeah. You see that? Now, here's the other thing. is Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to put this one up so everybody can see it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 11. And this is the Lord's Prayer. And He <clears throat> says this. Now remember, can you, can you operate in authority if your heart is not fully convinced? No. Can you operate in authority without knowledge? No. Can you operate in authority without humbling yourself and placing yourself under authority? No. Can you operate in authority uh, without the word of the Lord? No. You've got to have all those things. But when you get those things in line, all of a sudden authority starts to move. So now let, with those things in mind, have we been giving and receiving in authority? I would say no. Well, that, how much then is left on the table? A lot. Let's look at something here. And this is the Lord's Prayer. And I want you to look at a couple of things. A couple of things. Who told us to pray this way? Jesus. Who are we praying to? The Father. Father. And who's doing the praying? We are, right? We are, okay? So now look at this. Uh, Verse 9. Pray then this way, Jesus is saying. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And verse 11. All right, now this is receiving. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, we talked about this morning in prayer. What is daily bread? Basically, it's everything that's wrapped up in salvation. Everything that's wrapped up in salvation. But watch this. Who's doing the praying? We We are. are. Mm -hmm. Who are we praying to? The
2: Father.
0: The Father, Father, right? What are we saying, we, to the Father? Give us. Father, give me. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you. But if Luke came into the kitchen and said, Daddy, give me that, I'd be like, boy, (laughs) you better, I mean, how would that go over, Abigail? (laughs) So if he just walked in and said that, then I would would be like, "Uh uh-uh, no, that's not going on, because I haven't given him that uh, right to. But right here, Jesus just gave us a right To expect. This is not moving in in a lack of reverence or lack of esteem. I know when I first saw this, but this is a command from us to a loving Father based on what He said, because Jesus never said anything but what He heard the Father say. What is this statement? This is a statement of authority. I know that I know. I am fully convinced and I am fully assured. That when I need to receive a harvest, I will receive a harvest. Mm -hmm. I've got your word on it. I've got your command on it. And I know that today, not tomorrow, today I will receive today's harvest. Today, it's an authority. It's stepping into another level. And when you move in authority, things move. Have we been receiving on that level of authority? I don't think so. I don't think so. I've never even thought about it until today. I knew about the command prayer here. But I've never seen the authority. This See, what we are doing is we're breaking down the word and we're seeing what did God say and how can we operate. And what it's done is it's unlocked light and unlocked revelation. This is not a lack of esteem. By praying this way, you're actually praying in humility. Now, I will caution you. Don't you just go you know, half cocked and just be like, well, God do this and God do that. Yeah, that's not going to go well for you. But let me, let me give you an example of this. In our own household, how I have given authority. Hey, we got something in the fridge. Go get it, right? If you, need, if you want some water, go get some water. You know, you want some milk, go get some milk. All of our kids have the ability to do that. And if I was sitting in the couch in the living room and, and Luke comes in and is like, Daddy, can I just please have some water? Please, would you please just give me some water? Please give me some water. What would I tell them? Go get it. Go get it. Go get it with authority. Go get it with my permission. You're actually offending me by acting like I wouldn't give it to you. You're offending me and my love for you because you're acting like you don't have it already. It's already yours. Give us this day our daily bread. In other words, this is us when we're praying this way. This is us reaching out with the hand of faith and grabbing hold of it. In other words, he would go to the fridge and get some water. We reach out by faith and we say, all right, spiritually come in. And Mm -hmm. then we listen. All right, harvest is coming today. Harvest is coming today because I prayed in faith and authority this morning to receive. Harvest is coming today. Where is it, Lord? What do you want me to do? I know, harvest, you're lining up my harvest today. Yeah. I'm, I'm receiving on a new level. So you start looking for it, and all you're doing is waiting for the voice, the word of the Lord to say, all right, go here, do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, I think I've told you something. The Lord recently gave me something to go and to grab a hold of. I knew what it was. This is a part of our harvest. This is a part of our harvest. I just got to apply what he told me to do. This is a part of our harvest. It's a part of receiving with authority. But here's the other side of authority. When I step out and I do that, do that uh, command that he told me to do, I'm not believing that it's going to come in half harvest. No. I'm believing with an authority. I'm going to receive the full harvest. So you can see authority operating on each level of reception. From the planting of the seed, to the watering, to the hearing, to the prayer for daily bread, to the receiving and believing that I'm not just going to get part of it, I'm going to get all of it.
1: Well, Something that I think has taken me time to understand that the Lord's really helping me to understand is the fact that I'm not asking. It's already mine. Like, it's not something I'm asking for. It's something that I'm retrieving that was given to me. Like, When we ask for our daily bread, we're asking for Jesus. We're asking for everything he paid for, who every, he is, who he is yeah. his character and nature, every bit of it. Yeah. The, Revelation five twelve, where it talks about what he received, where it talks about the daily, every bit of who he is, yes. is mine. It's, I don't need to ask, well, can I have, no, he's already yeah. my savior. It's already mine. It's already done. I'm just getting it. Yeah, that's, that's it.
0: Yeah, I'm just placing myself in the position yeah. to receive, but I'm doing it with faith and authority. Right. So, you know, we've talked about receiving with faith, but are we, are we operating in that authority? You know, I can tell you from ministering for 20 years, basically, I know when authority comes on me, and I know when it happens, it's done. Like, I know it's done. What happens when we know that we receive with authority? Right. We know it's done. Right. We know it's done. And see, many times this, this is a part of what people are missing is because they don't, they're not fully assured. So they, they step out in faith, but it's kind of hesitant. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're not fully assured, so there's not the authority on it. And then the faith, doubt comes in and faith fades and fizzles. But when we move in authority, it's like, no, that thing's done. It's done. It's done. And uh, all of a sudden, you don't drop faith, you stand strong, having done all, stand, and with faith and patience, we will inherit the promises Mm. of God. We need to give and receive with authority Mm -hmm. and faith. And when we do that, we will receive on new levels. So we just want to pray with you that you will receive in new levels today, and uh, just praise God (coughs) for you. Look, if you're sitting there and you're going, I want to give. I want to give right now. Uh, then, And I get that because that can be, I've done that so many times. I'll put the link up right there. You're welcome to go right now and give. And uh, bcgive.org, you can go right now and, and give. but. Plant that seed with authority, whether it's there or your church or another ministry. Plant it in good soil. The soil is important, but once you've heard from God what to give and where to give, do it with faith and do it with authority and make sure that you move and you receive an authority. So right now, Lord, people that are called... To move in abundance. They are called to move and complete every good work that you put in front of them in the destiny of their lives. Father, right now, as they sow and as they give, wherever they sow, today or in the future, let them sow with authority. Let them give. Put on your character and nature with authority. And then, Lord, let them receive with authority. Know that they are receiving the fullness of what God has promised, the fullness of the seed that turns into full harvest. And they are receiving with full, full authority. In Jesus' name, Lord, let it rise up in them. Thank you, Father, for giving them everything that they need. Thank you, Lord, for turning these things in their heart where they're not leaving seed in the ground, where they're not leaving harvest laying on the table and the devil's the devil's able to scoop it up and, and just waste it. Lord, let it be full. Let it be complete. Let their harvest be where it needs to be. Uh, right now, I just sense that people that are listening, that you're receiving it. Something's switching in your spirit, Something is changing in your spirit. And you're going to look at it differently. You're going to operate differently. Even when you drop in your offering on Sunday at your church, you're going to say something has changed and I am giving with authority and I will receive with authority in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Do you all have any prayers to pray? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father,
1: let the revelation of who they are called to be in Jesus become a reality now. In the name of Jesus, let their identity in Jesus be so real that when they see Jesus's name, they substitute their own name. That day, up the sayate at the let confidence rise up in your Word, in your promises. Let any wind of doctrine that would be a deception, let it blow, not near them, let it blow away in the name of Jesus. Their ears are closed off to any lying, demonic spirit, any wave of seeker sensitive junk. Let it come to nothing, and let the reality of your word pierce hearts asunder in the name of Jesus.
2: Anything? Father, we just thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the
0: seed of your word and let it come to full harvest in your authority and faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you for joining us today. I, we believe, we just believe by faith that your life totally has changed because of this message today. You probably know somebody that this would help. They need to go to another level too. Maybe you've been talking to them on the phone and they've been, you've been saying, hey, I've got to receive, I've got to operate on a different level. Yeah. Share the broadcast, share it with them. Whoever shares it on Facebook between this week and next week, you'll be put in the drawing for the gift card that we'll draw next week. Congratulations to Beck for winning this week and uh, we just praise God for you. Thank you. I enjoyed the the Pringle challenge. That was fun today. week. <laughs> hot sauce challenge. Hot sauce challenge. Hot sauce. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. <laughs> You're ready.
1: Be prepped. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll do something fun. We love you. Have a good one. Bye bye. Wish See Pastor Brian later. happy
1: birthday, Monday.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> bye.